You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Jonathan Schroyer here at the Mission Matters Podcast Network. I am the channel host for the Future of Service. As always, we bring the best and the brightest guests. Today, we have Andrew Lay, who's a partner with my coffee, and he does a lot of other cool things too. And so we're excited to have him on the show to talk about the Future of Service, talk about his thoughts and his insights. Andrew, welcome to the show and tell the, the listeners a little bit more about yourself. Hey, thanks for having me. Really happy to be here. As you mentioned, I'm a partner with my coffee. We are a creative staffing agency, you know, trying to service those mid-level creative talents for any any small business needs. And then I also am managing director of a social media marketing company. We service, well, we specialize in restaurants, you know, from top to bottom content creation, community management, really try to take over your brand identity on a social media front. Very nice. Very nice. Very cool. So you're going to be one of the first kind of future service guests that we panned around brand identity and marketing. <laughs> I think we might have had one other. So it's going to be fun to hear kind of your insights and your kind of your opinion. So let's let's crack on to the first question, Andrew, is what do you envision is the future of service? I think at the end of the day, service is always going to continue to evolve. It's just the medium of service, you know, where I can really speak towards when it comes to, I guess, the future scenario. I feel like over the past few years, especially with the pandemic and especially with people moving towards a working, like a work at home culture, the service industry has been expanding exponentially because now you no longer have to work with somebody who is, you know, within like a 10 mile radius of yourself. You can work with somebody over in France. You can work with somebody in Malaysia, Vietnam, like who, who names it? I think that really opened up the box and like really push like business owners to think outside of the box in order to build their team because now it can be i just want to find the best employee anywhere period it doesn't have to be local anymore i think that's a huge game changer and as you know the world continues to shift towards that direction it's almost like a a digital globalization you know so to speak more companies are going to move towards that direction more companies going to hire internationally and just like source from wherever they want and then at the same time that means that their services can also be expanded as well. So, you know, running it back to the simple scenario here, like if I run a marketing company and I'm only based in, let's say, Los Angeles, I kind of only service Los Angeles for the most part because that's where my geolocation is. But if I have a team that's, you know, built internationally, my team has a good understanding of all of their individual territories. So then I just expanded my own market share. So I definitely feel like that's the direction that the future holds for, you know, like I guess the growth of services and business. Very cool. Oh, that's awesome. I love like one of the things you kind of touched on was almost touching to the future of work too, which is how we gather amazing talent from around the globe to deliver amazing services. And that's one mm-hmm. of the things that's close to me. When I created Officium Labs before it was acquired, I had this viewpoint like the future of work, this is pre-pandemic, right? The future of work was going to be decentralized. The future of wealth was going to be decentralized. And we were going to have this global talent pool to expedite capability and give more purpose to that talent pool too. So it's, I think it's really cool that you you kind of you touched on that point. When you think about kind of the force multiplier or covered a couple of differentiating things that need to happen to make you kind of your version of the future of service a reality, what do you think are things that we should be thinking about? I think you have to start with the tools. You know, like if you're if you're speaking from like a business owner standpoint, it's about whether or not you have the infrastructure or the right tools set up in order to actually build your business that way. 
because it's easy to say, hey, I'm going to build an international team. But then, or forget international, let's just talk about remote. Like it's easy to say I'm going to build a remote team. But then there are certain things they need to take into account, certain checks and balances, making sure that they have the right equipment, the right tools, the right, like, you know, just resources to utilize that they would normally have inside of an office environment. I think there's that requirement first. Do you have an infrastructure that can support that direction? The second thing is probably even more important than the infrastructure is like the mindset. I do know like a lot of, you know, owners who just have a very traditional mindset. The whole, Mm -hmm. if you're not sitting in front of me, you're not working, so to speak. Mm Mm. So, you know, really being able to think beyond that, thinking beyond even time zones too, like, does it have to be an eight to five Pacific time? Can you have like a, a staggered schedule across the entire day, juggling different, you know, employees across different time zones? I think with that comes a flexibility in management styles as well. So with those two, like, if you have a good understanding of where you want to, or how you want to run your team, you know, like being flexible with it. And you have the infrastructure and the tools necessary to grow, then by all means, like just go forward with it and see what happens. But I think with any kind of growth opportunity, you're going to run into obstacles that you didn't foresee, <laughs> you know, going into mm-hmm. it. So it's just a matter of constantly problem solving until you get to the point where you're sustainable. I love that. It's like thinking about the tools and then changing the mindset. And I think the mindset's a key thing, right? I mean, that's one of the big things that you're generation to generation and you see evolving mindsets on on topics, right? A hundred years ago, we were all in factories and now things are so much different now. And I think in, in 50, 100 years, things are going to be way different than they are today. And all so right. I, think, I think it's super interesting. When you think about kind of two keen insights that you want to share with my listeners, whether it's related to your field or what you're dreaming about for the future, what are two key things that you'd love to share? I mean, the, the first one is something I've kind of been already been touching upon. So it's, it's, don't be scared to hire, I guess, outside of your local area. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like there's such a taboo around, you know, quote unquote, outsourcing. Like the, the word outsourcing immediately kind of triggers this idea that, oh, it's lower quality work. It's cheap. It's, yeah. you know, it, it's whatever. But that's not the case, right? Like why does remote work culture, why does a virtual worker have to immediately mean bad quality work? Like technically now, majority of, you know, a lot of companies now are working with virtual workers, right? Because everybody's working remotely. So remove that taboo, like completely get rid of that and just find a good quality employee. Like there shouldn't be a, hey, how should I manage my virtual assistant this way? No, it's how do you want to manage your employee, period. And then run it from there. The second thing is, you know, be really good at recruitment, (laughs) you know, like, like, you shouldn't change the way that your recruitments are. You shouldn't change your recruitment process just because of where the person is located. You should yeah. be as strict as you want. You should like push the yeah. you know, test, push whatever qualifications you want. At the end of the day, if you're not happy with who they are, then just don't hire them. That shouldn't make a difference in like price point shouldn't be a difference, right? Like, yes, I understand that if you hire somebody in, let's say, Thailand, it will be significantly cheaper than the U.S. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't hold them to the same standard as you do somebody here. Like you still want to find somebody that's going to meet your needs and meet the requirements that you need for that position. 100% agree. That's a really great insight. And I think it was back in 2001, a book came out called The World is Flat. And it was really talking about how the internet was flattening the world. And I think Mm -hmm. it's even flatter and flatter now. And I I think what we'll start to see is kind of democratized talent across the globe and, and probably Thailand at some point will be closer to the US. And you know, when, when we think about the price or the value of the services that the workers yeah. provide, but I think you're right. 
holding people accountable to the quality of work that you expect, I think is, is a great insight. Anything else that you'd like to share? No, I mean, I feel like I wrapped it up in those two points pretty well. I'm not really sure what else I should add to it, but I think it's a game changer. If you as a business owner have not looked into remote work and just being able to source internationally, like do so. I highly recommend it. I love it. I love it. So folks, you heard it here from Andrew. It's a game changer to open up your mind and to think globally when it comes to talent acquisition and resourcing. So Andrew, I really appreciate you coming on to the show. Some really amazing insights, not only about the future of service, but you brought in the future of work too, which I think is is super relevant. If folks want to reach out to you or connect with you, what's the best way? Yeah, I would say for a primary contact, you can reach out to me at andrew at withmycoffee.com. That's the email address for my staffing agency. You can also find me on LinkedIn as well. Happy to connect. Oh, nice. Sweet. So, Andrew, thanks so much for coming on the podcast today. Really appreciate your insights and the kind of the thoughts that you bring. And I know the listeners will love it too. So, folks, this is Jonathan Schroyer, Mission Matters Podcast Networks. I'm the host of the future of service. I'm the Chief CX Innovation Officer of Arise Virtual Solutions. Until next time, serve well. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.